So who likes Disney? All right. Who likes Star Wars? All right, good. Everyone's in the right place. Okay. Let's everyone. Um, my name's Carl. I'll let everyone else introduce themselves, starting with Brian. Uh, I'm Brian Larson, uh, writer and editor at uh, the Tashi Station blog and co-host of Tashi Station Radio, and I have a Star Wars and Disney parks problem. I am Nancy. I'm the other half of Tashi Station, and I am a four-year annual pass holder to Disney World and live ten minutes from the gates. So, yes, be jealous. <laughs> I'm Kelly Adams. I'm a writer and editor for Big Shiny Robot and also a participant in the Big Shiny Girl cast, and I am also a big Disney and Star Wars fan. I'm Chadwick Miller, and I'm also a Disney and Star Wars fan. I've been a pass holder for about ten years now. And I actually live up here, so I am jealous of you. <laughs> Ten minutes from the gate. <laughs> and I've also got my first book of Disney trivia. should be coming out hopefully at the end of the year. Nice. Great. And I'm Carl Cunningham. I've done stuff with Brandy and DragCon here for many years. Um, and I'm currently under contract in NDA with Lucasfilm and Disney, so there's a lot I can't talk about. And I think there's probably an implant in my neck that will sp- explode if I say certain things. But I can, um, we can talk about certain, well, later on we can talk about certain things. But, um, yeah, so what, first of all, we wanted to talk about uh, kind of the history of Star Wars and Disney parks. It goes back kind of a ways, you know, back to the 80s. Yeah, it goes back to the mid-80s. Probably the first actual interaction between Lucasfilm and Disney was Captain EO. And they started working on it back in 85, and it opened in 1986. It was a collaboration with Francis Ford Coppola, George Lucas, and Michael Jackson. And it was one of the first 4D attractions in the world. Did you guys start going back? When did you guys start going to Disney World? Um, Actually, really recent. Um, I I didn't grow up near Disney, so it was kind of – I lived like an hour away. But it was – kind of about when the new Star Tours opened was when I got my pass. So I the actually, new, new one. The new, new one, yeah. 2012. Yeah. So I actually hadn't Trivia seen guy, yeah. Captain EO until recently, and I was horrified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at the risk of uh, getting beaten down by the other panelists here, I don't think I was alive when Captain EO came out. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm so old. <laughs> Um, I mean, I grew up in Seattle, so I did the vacation things out to Disneyland and Disney World growing up. But I moved to Orlando a couple of years ago, and the first thing I did on the first full day I was there was get my driver's license in Florida so I could go get a uh, Disney resident annual pass there. And I'm so old that when the new Star Tours opened in 2012, I had to make sure it wouldn't throw out my back. <laughs> so Kelly, you're, you're big. You've been going to Disney parks for a long time, right? Uh, I think I first went back in '92. Um, so I don't think Captain EO was there at the time because I didn't see it. But it was, and that was just after Star Tours opened, I think. The first. One. So. And then I actually, if you go back, my parents honeymooned at Disney World, and nine months later I was born. So. <laughs> oh. Is that is that the first question in your trivia book? They should be. Oh. <laughs> So I've been going to Disney World my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I think the first time I went to Star Tours was 90, it, when it was Disney MGM. Yeah. Oh, so Hollywood Studios. Yeah. It, it'll always be MGM in our hearts. Right. <laughs> um, so it's been a lot of fun, and that was really just the start of, uh, you know, obviously they had the, the um, Indiana Jones epic stunt spectacular, which is actually 20-something years later still going yep. 
-hmm. very strong. It's standing room only every time I go. Well, there's only like four attractions left at Hollywood Studios. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and if you go, uh, you might want to do Indiana Jones because it possibly it might. There's a lot of people that are fighting against that, but we'll I see heard that. Muppets is going to. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be sad. I think that'll go before Indy because mm -hmm. Indy packs the house and Muppets doesn't anymore, unfortunately. So, um, so we can uh, kind of segue into Star Wars weekends, which Chadwick. Uh, trip, Divi, Disney trivia ex expert down here let me know the actual first one was in 97 mm -hmm. not 2000 which I thought well, that's, that's it started in 2000 continuously right. but they had one in 97 90, you, talk, did, you went did you go to that one no okay but you uh, know about it so yeah. you can talk about that one 97 they did like it was a, basically a one-off to see how it, well it would do and it did well so then starting two year, three years later in 2000 they did every year and it's varied between three years four years the past two years they've or sorry weeks in this past two years they've done five weeks and phil brown uh, uncle or uncle owen was at the first one and it was right before he passed so yeah so but peter mayhew has been at all but one of the star wars weekends so he's been the guest that's been oh, at most of them yeah peter was a blast this year peter mayhew was there this year and uh they ended the stars of the saga show that he was on by showing the second trailer and so we got to watch it in the big stadium with him and they all ray park was there so he got up and turned to look at the screen james Arnold taylor came and went to look at the screen so peter mayhew took his wheelchair rolled around and they were all just staring up at the screen and when he said chewy we're home he went like this and the whole like you could hear everyone cheering from down the street it was, it was we were at the same show yeah. <laughs> awesome I've been going uh, to Star Wars weekends every year since 2000, which I thought was the first. Now my heart's broken. Thanks. Oh. Like <laughs> Sorry. Um, and they had the Star Wars fan club breakfast right. um, at that first one. And uh, how many people here have been to Star Wars weekends? Well, that's a lot. That's good. That's good. Because we didn't know how many people would know what, what it is and what to expect. Um, it's going to continue. I think they said at least for the next yeah at least for the next 11 years um <laughs> disney world has exclusive rights to star wars weekends not disneyland uh, people always wonder why they don't do it at both but even though obviously they're both disney parks they actually are run as separate companies but that's and they why are competitive and there is a whole lot of politicking yeah, between the two entities they renamed it starting next year i don't remember some different gathering so they now can technically do something at Disneyland yeah, also. Yeah, separate one. Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Uh, Season of the Force. Season right. of the Force. And what it is, it's kind of like Star Wars Weekend's light. Yep. Yeah. You won't get quite as many um, costume characters. There's obviously not going to be all the big, like the Darth Maul with all, just a few kind of exclusive items, a few character appearance like you know get the mickey mouse um fudge sickle or, or with yoda's ears on it you know? if you've ever been to the um frozen summer thing at studios it'll probably be similar, similar to that yeah it'll but yeah star wars weekends itself will still be the bigger event yes. and exclusive to um whatever they end up renaming hollywood studios because it's going to need a rename yeah, pretty soon um for at least the next decade and may and june every year does anyone have any well we have questions at the end um you want to talk more about star wars weekends or you want to just get into the the future fun stuff you want to talk more? yeah so um yeah yeah 
If you have a seat next to you, move it. Everybody, this is very Paula. This is very Disney. <laughs> Please move to the end of the row. Please move. And if to you the go outside, you'll sweat just like a Disney. Yeah. But it's early enough in the day that you shouldn't smell bad yet. Fill in all the dead spaces. <laughs> Please stand clear of the doors. <laughs> so, did you guys spend? Do you guys spend a lot of money on the? Uh, Exclusives <laughs> and your annual pass holders, you get access to other exclusives that other people can't get. My wallet is still weeping from weekends. Yeah, yeah so yeah, it's we um, we go every weekend, usually twice sun, Saturday and Sunday, and the first weekend we usually spend going to Darth Mall and buying everything that they have. Um, mostly, I get the Her Universe stuff because they Ashley Eckstein brings new stuff every year. Uh, they usually have pass holder stuff. This year, I got the pass holder pin, which I have on my bag. It's really cool. It's um, It's got X-Wing on it, and it flips up, and it's Luke, and it says, Use Force, Luke. <laughs> so it's really cool. Um, they have, you know, plushes. This year, they had a whole bunch of Ewoks, and the uh, Jedi Mickey, the uh, Boba Fett Stein that they could not for oh the life God. of them keep in stock. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and now they're doing of Han and Carbonite. Yeah. And now they're doing like that. a different exclusives every weekend. Yeah, yeah. they had a which poster. is totally unfair to the people that have to travel down there. Yeah. yeah, they had a posters they gave away for the to the annual pass holders. That was a different character each week, um, and I I heard that they were. They were going for a lot of money on eBay, so I'm like, I have all of them. Maybe I should look into that. Maybe recoup yeah. some of your money. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, they have – also they have uh, – now because Disney likes to get everyone's money, as we all know. So they you, – you, you, know, you can just go to Star Wars Weekends, and it's free with a ticket. But then they also have uh, dessert parties, which you can go, and you get a special place to watch the fireworks. They're awesome. And have – have all the desserts. Uh, they have um, what else? They I have did the breakfast this year. Yeah, they have that was good. the which sci-fi cool. dine and breakfast, which uh, with the dark side. They have Jedi Mickey's dinner, which I've done and is really fun uh, with the Star Wars Disney characters. They have premium packages where you get like a special seat for the parade, um, and then. Another big aspect is the autographs because every year they have celebrity guests, and you can't just go and be like, "Oh, I'm gonna get uh, Peter Mayhew's autograph." No, you line up the night before at like seven o'clock. There are people outside. They wait all night long and get their wristbands at six o'clock. Go home, go back to the hotel, get a nap, and then come back to autographs. Because if there's anything Star Wars fans know how to do, it's getting lines. <laughs> And then also the parade is yes, the parade, parade is parade. awesome and um, has all the Disney characters and the 501st and Rebel Legion also march every week. They do it uh, for free. They're volunteers and they stand outside for an hour before the parade in their armor uh, and march all down and, and lose 50 pounds. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, it's impressive. But uh, they also have. Uh, talk shows with the uh, stars of the saga this uh, the past few years they've had guests from rebels um, so they come out and they talk about the show and it's great because there's so many kids there now that that's all they've seen is rebels that's all they know of star wars so they get more exposure um, 
there's there's so much at Star Wars Weekends. I know I'm missing it, but it's it's pretty fun because it's pretty much everyone there is there for Star Wars. And when we we usually don't go to Hollywood Studios when it's not Star Wars Weekends, and when we do, it's really depressing. <laughs> I mean, you think of Star Wars Weekends essentially as a mini celebration taking place over five consecutive weekends, but there are thrill rides included. Did anyone go to uh, a Disney park in the last couple years when they were selling the plastic Vader domes with the Mickey ears on them? <laughs> Did you get one? Yes. You, you notice they don't sell them anymore, right? Yeah. Why? They, they, were, they weren't really properly – they didn't think that through, yeah, that people were going to put this a plastic dome on their head and walk around in the Orlando sun <laughs> for you know several hours – as their heads explode. Hydration is important when you visit us in the summer. And now they have all different kinds of Mickey ears. So they've got the R2 ears for the first ones. They have C-3PO ears now. And uh, Princess Leia was the last one they just came out with with the buns. Hey, Chadwick, what what was the name of that terrible show they used to have at the... One. With a really, really, really bad... Um, the Hyperspace Hoopla? Hyperspace that was great! Hoopla. I love the Hyperspace Hoopla. Oh, Stig and Hoopla's Hyperspace Hoopla. I mean, that embarrassed me more than the prequel. <laughs> oh, come on. No. Oh, you you didn't uh, you, you didn't want to see Luke and Leia dancing to Time of Your Life and uh, getting awkward at the you end? should bring up a YouTube or something just <laughs> yeah, to see how yeah. bad that is. Yeah, go on YouTube and search Hyperspace Hoopla. It's, it's, it's quite an experience. Yeah. But uh, th- that does remind me, every night uh, now, Star Wars Weekends ends with what they call Symphony in the Stars, which is this great fireworks show set to John really Williams. Cool. All, and yeah. if you don't cry while that's happening, you either have no soul or you're lying to me. Actually, um, I went, I don't know if anyone else here went, with Celebration 5 when they did the last tour to Endor. That was, that that was, was amazing. That was awesome. It was very similar because they, you know, we all got the special... Wristband. We went, and then they were about to close down the old Star Tours, and then they had a big stage show celebration, and then the fireworks at the end. It, it was really, really cool. Did anyone go to the opening of the new? Yeah, the new. <laughs> the new one was cool. Uh, they, it was the first day of Star Wars Weekends, 2012, and um, I wasn't gonna go because it's Friday and I had to work. But then I heard all the rumors about who was gonna be in attendance, uh, and I said. Psh- I'm sick today. I can't go to work. Um, and I showed up at 6 a.m. And sure enough, soon on the stage, you could see a bearded man with flannel standing there rehearsing. And then it, uh, they did their opening ceremonies at 10 o'clock. And uh, Bob Eager, who's head of Disney, and George Lucas came out and opened the new one. It was it was really cool. Vision of the future that meeting was. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's actually where they had the first discussion about per- was it? Oh. Celebration yeah. Five. Yep. They had um, breakfast over at the Brown Derby, and then they discussed purchasing Star Wars for a couple dollars. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple, just a couple. But I want to piggyback on there. We're talking about Disney will do anything to get your money. <laughs> so Star Wars weekends run Friday through Sunday every, and then but the, before the first weekend, they also do a special merchandising event. Where you can spend? Oh yeah, the Rebel Rendezvous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, was it the Shut Galactic Gathering? Money. This year, last year. The, the, this year was Galactic Gathering. Okay, the Rebel, Rebel Rendezvous was two hundred, and you got a couple, like a pin and a couple smaller things. Messenger bag, man. Uh, oh yeah, and the hat and the tum- and the tumbler, and then but you also got to go shopping the day before everybody else. This year was the Galactic Gathering. Yeah, and it was two hundred and fifty, and then you still got probably fifty dollars worth of tchotchkes and. 
you then got to go shopping before everybody else and you got a light speed pass to skip the lines going forward um actually one of the coolest things that they've done we haven't mentioned yet that i've done the last four years when they started is the 3d me uh, where you get oh, your figurine made yeah. of you oh yeah detect me yeah um started with the, the carbonite and then the next year was stormtrooper and then the following year was the uh, X-Wing pilot and Leia. And then this year was um, a Jedi and a TIE pilot. Yeah. The X-Wing pilot almost got me to cave and finally get one. Well, I've gotten one every year. <laughs> so I've got this little thing in my office now. But, it, no, it's really cool. You just sit there for two minutes. They scan your different expressions on your face. You pick one out, tell them which character you want it on, pay your 100 bucks or whatever it is. And a few weeks later, you get this package in the mail and you're actually pack it it's actually in yeah. pretty neat packaging and you open it up and there's a star wars statue of yourself so the, pretty in cool. a much cheaper uh souvenir you can get every year they have uh name badges which i also have in my bag like in star tour yeah. style and yeah. they um so you can put your name in orabesh and then pick your planet or like your affiliation like a jedi master or whatever um and they have a different of course it's a different one every year. Different color. Different yeah. color. <laughs> and then they have a pass holder exclusive. So. And a special merchandising event exclusive. Yeah. So this year they had four different ones. The yeah. pins are crazy. Because oh, Disney pin collecting is a, its whole other little yeah, it's I, I hope the Imagineer who came up with the whole pin collecting concept got a very big retirement bonus. Because I mean, that's, that's just a money mill for them. They even do it at the Disney store now. You know? <laughs> yeah. for, I was there for Force Friday at yeah. Six in the morning, and people were lined up, and almost everyone there was there just to get the pin. So they buy something and get the, the free exclusive pin. And they've done it at the store for May the 4th for the past two years, also. Another uh, event we forgot to mention was did other, do you, do you go to the Rebel Hangar? Yes. Okay, so the Rebel Hangar was this kind of, it was very late announced, um, and it was basically they took part of one of the quick service restaurants and turned it into the Rebel Hangar. They had art on the walls, um, like, you know, Sabine had come in and did the Firebird, and then they had it all decorated like the table had centerpieces. And the idea was you were at some Rebel Hangar in the outskirts of the galaxy, and then they had characters wandering through, but it wasn't advertised as a character meal, so you didn't have to pay for that honor. Um, so they would just wander by, so you'd be eating, and oh, Sabine and Ezra came through, and that was the only place you could see those two characters. You could also order alcoholic drinks this year for the yes. first time. <laughs> order with cubes. Which is, you know, it was great. It was 100 degrees, and I'm walking around with some kind of rum drink with a flashing Millennium Falcon on it. I don't see how that could end poorly for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, go back to the, the um, D-Tech Me again. The first year they did it, I think was the best experience because they've moved it into Darts Mall, which is I, I can understand why it's more efficient. But the first year they took um, what I thought was the, Amer the American Idol stage area, yeah, and they actually turned the it was indoors. They turned the whole thing into the carbon freezing chamber. So you I'm went so in and, and it was dark, that. and you, there was like the fog and the the carbon the lights and the in the ambiance and the sound effects and everything. So you really got to. Since you were about to be put in carbon freeze, which I thought was really awesome. And now you kind of just sit in a chair in the middle of the store. <laughs> um, anything else about Star Wars Weekends before we move on to? Uh, just Star Small in general. They, now it's like divided into three different areas. So you can go in like the regular area where there's 
all the merchandise and the they have chin, the Chotskys, right? Yeah. yeah. The they stuff have like a, less than two hundred dollars. They have <laughs> another area that has more higher end collectibles <laughs> and the exclusives. And artwork. Yeah, the artwork is oh man. I, I could spend so much money on the artwork that they have. Um and they have a also the uh Dooney and Burke bags, which were very expensive. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but um the lines are like if you go, if you ever go to Star Wars weekends and you go the first weekend, don't go to Darth Maul the first day because it's just going to be like two hours to get inside. Um, go like the second day or at the end of the day, and then you don't have to wait. You know, believe it or not, the last three year, years I've gone on Memorial Day weekend, which sounds yep. like insane, but I go so on the Sunday, the day before Memorial Day, and I've never had a problem. Like, yeah, we just walking in. We uh, we did our anniversary there and stayed over at the Swan and. Um, that Memorial Day weekend, and it was one of the better weekends there, yeah. crowd-wise. I think a lot more people go to the Magic Kingdom on Memorial yeah, Day Yeah, yeah. Um, most of the people who are getting day passes for the parks are heading over to Magic Kingdom on that weekend. So, should we talk about uh, the exciting new things? Um, I can segue it a little bit. Um, there's things I can and can't talk. I can probably give um, the announcement they did at D23 about Star Wars Land, I can maybe give a little bit of context around it and maybe explain things. I can't go into any more detail. That's okay. We'll mass speculate for you. Go ahead. um, But I actually was involved a year and a half before that, um, before it completely evolved into something else that I can't talk more about because that NDA expired and a lot of that we're not doing. Um, I'll, I'll open that by saying, okay, when Disney bought Star, uh, Lucasfilm in October 2012, which we've already discussed. And most people in this room probably get it, but you hear a lot of people talking about um, Disney's making Star Wars movies. Disney Star Wars, Disney Star Wars, Disney Star Wars. And it kind of gets, to me it's irritating because it's really, it's more like Disney bought Lucasfilm and they kept it intact like they did with Pixar and Marvel. Yeah, you never hear anyone say it's Disney's Lu- making Marvel films. Right. It's Marvel's Lucas making Marvel. Lucasfilm is making the movies under the purview of Kathleen Kennedy. She reports directly to Alan Horn and Bob Iger, but for the most part, they let her and Lucasfilm, you make the movies. You do all the creative stuff behind the movies. They're more than happy to just sit back and do and count the money. But they're more than, more than happy to sit back and do the marketing and merchandising stuff. But as far as the movies, they're really not that involved. Um, so I think what happened was around before, right when they first bought it, we knew we were going to do some big Star Wars expansion in the park. I was involved in that project, and originally, um, uh, they started talking about it before they bought it. Yeah, um, and even after they bought it, it was still the same project. Uh, a friend of mine and I, we we run a little side business called Star Wars Road Trips. We take people on tours to the filming locations in Death Valley, other places, and. I guess it was it was January of 2013. It's like two or three months after the 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 merger, the acquisition happened. Got an email from a guy. He's like, "Yeah, I want to, I want a private tour with me and three people, um, in in like in a month or two. Can you do it?" Um, actually, my Adam got the email, sent it to me, and I noticed the guy's email address was a Disney email address. And my first inclination was, "Oh crap!" Here comes a C and D. Yeah, they just bought Lucasfilm. I'm I'm you know we're so I called the guy, and he was basically like, no, we just want to, you know, kind of look at these real-world locations and kind of get a feel for them. So we took him out there, and um, 
you know the you know the Moss Eisley Overlook location. The dunes where R two went over, the road to Java's Palace from the beginning. And when you're out there, it's pretty amazing because it's um, you know it's like being on Tatooine because it's 360 degrees. There's not another soul in the world. You can't hear. You could hear a pin drop from like four mi- four miles away, um, and it's completely otherworldly. You can understand why they did all the pickup shots out there. And uh, one thing led to another, and they, they hired us as consultants for um, because it was they were basically going to do Tatooine at the time. Um, and a big part of it was the Mos Eisley Cantina. So we worked on that for a while. It wasn't completely thrown away because the Cantina elements now in the new project. But what happened essentially was. Bob Iger got a vested, personal vested interest in the Disney expansions. And they're like, well, Lucasfilm is going to make the movies. Where can we kind of get, dip our fingers into the pie? And, and it was really with the parks. So when that happened, the whole, the scope of everything changed. Um, and so they kind of scrapped everything. Now, I'm still involved, but it's evolved to something else now under a separate NDA, so I can't talk about it, but we'll talk about the announcements in a minute. But um, it's actually a lot bigger than it was because what originally was going to happen was like the little Tatooine expansion in uh, in Orlando with the cantina, and Disneyland in Tomorrowland was going to get a little small little Star Wars section possibly with the cantina, maybe something different. That would but, have been underwhelming. But not nearly as big as Orlando. Well, yeah, and they announced 14 acres, which yeah. is just unprecedented. So now it's the the same. It's a huge 14-acre expansion in both parks. It's going to be kind of identical. Um, we have some slides that show the, um, the announcement images. I don't know if they're... Okay, that's all Star Wars weekends. Well, and one of the things, too, oh, that I, I was... <laughs> there you go. There's one. Yeah. Uh, but one of the things also that I was reminded because uh, someone is wearing a uh, Wizarding World T-shirt. Um, so a few years ago, Wizarding World. No, I have. We have passes for Universal too. Um, Who lost? <laughs> so a few years ago, uh, Universal opened the first uh, Hogsmeade expansion in Islands of Adventure. Um, and then a few years last year, they opened the Diagon Alley expansion. Um, and pretty much everyone who frequents the parks has been saying, all right, your move, Disney, step up. And I think that was kind of why they were like, we need to do something. Yeah, I think Disney's like, I don't know if Avatar. Or yeah. <laughs> but, um, if only they could have had that thought a while ago. <laughs> but, um, but And a lot of people have kind of said, oh, there's so much competition and they hate but everyone who lives there is really happy about it because if yeah yeah. and it drives each company it drives them yeah well i mean people come to orlando to go to wizarding world of harry potter they're gonna go to disney too and vice versa um and so if wizarding world being amazing is what sparked them to do 14 acre star wars land i'm all for and it's gonna be so it's like if you've been to the harry potter it's it's the same thing. It's just Star Wars, so it's better. It is amazing. Like, <laughs> I mean, even like people who don't like Harry Potter, if you go to Wizarding it's cool. World, it, it is. is amazing. Like, I've I walked in and cried. It's and it's gonna be very similar. Um, the concept is I can say this because they've announced this at D twenty three, but it's an all new planet that you're visiting um, that will be seen in one of the future films. But it's an all new planet, Ooh, and it's populated by. Star Wars creatures and characters and droids 
there are stores that the, the characters would actually shop at. So you'll be able to go, uh, you know, like, uh, I, can't, I think I can say it. Well, you can get blue milk at the... Yeah, yeah they said that. Out. You're clear oh, there. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the big thing, though, is I think go back one slide is that. Yeah. Um, Full-scale Millennium Falcon. Uh, you can go in there. <laughs> Um, go inside and take the controls of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I still don't know how they're going to handle the lines for this thing. Um, I'm sure it'll be like a motion simulator type. Oh, thing. it is, but I, I still don't understand. It's yeah, it's going to be weird. But it's like it's one of those that that be your like <laughs> entrance point, but the whole thing will be behind it. Like yeah, I wonder if it'll yeah. be a little like the Hogwarts Express where they get you into these compartments that are well, all. Well, could be, but I know you're going to be able to walk around inside the Falcon, and then maybe walk out in the little. Actual ride is a separate thing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm moving to this place and never leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there will be plenty of droids. I can't talk in detail there because that's actually what I'm working on. But uh, you basically, you just walk around and you're in, except for all the other tourists that will be dressed like you, you're on a, in a Star Wars planet. That's the entire concept of it. So uh, all the – and there will be a cantina, which is interesting because it's not on Tatooine, but it will look a lot like <laughs> It's going to look a lot like Tolman's. Um, Will there be alcohol at this canteen? There will be alcohol and there will be Bith band members. Yay! Um, uh, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty incredible. Um, people, they're gonna audition. I think they've already started. They have. Yeah. Audition people basically to work full time as Star Wars characters at this place, which is probably a dream come true for a lot of people. Um, yeah, and they have. I mean, at Star Wars weekends, they already have auditions like every year for the characters and they have people who are there every year as the different characters in the parks and uh, it's really cool because you have it, it's going to be at Disneyland and Disney World before they announced it people were kind of having arguments over where it should be um, and one of the things was there's a lot more space in Florida yeah. but um, a lot of people want in California too which is fair but so they're like alright we'll just they bought adjoining property to make it happen I, I was wondering Biden, how they were going to make that work. Yeah, he's like, I'm the CEO. <laughs> you, get, you got basically got the two bickering children in the room. It's like, you're both getting the same thing. Shut up. <laughs> Bob Iger is Walt Disney, but on steroids. It's yeah. pretty awesome. He almost knocked over my R2 at Celebration. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was kind of hoping he would. And uh, it was him and Kathleen Kennedy, too. But I, I'd rather him do it because I would have some really good leverage. One of the... But you brought up Kelly asked if there will be alcohol at the cantina. The uh, because the California expansions in Disneyland, there is no alcohol at Disneyland. So you'll have to come to Florida. Well, you, well, you can have it at California Adventure, right. but right. you can't have it in Disneyland, Disneyland proper. But they might not stick to that because the Magic it's, Kingdom wasn't supposed to have alcohol um, either. But be our guest. guest. It's yeah. going to be in Disneyland. That, it'll be interesting. They just bought. A, uh, they're, they're destroying adjoining Toontown. property. Oh. <laughs> they're, no, they're yeah. bulldoz bulldozing that too. Yeah, yeah Toontown's going away. Yeah. Toontown in Disneyland. No, it'll be it's in Disneyland. Same thing as uh, whatever they rename Hollywood Studios. You buy entrance to that park, you'll have access to Star Wars Land. Um, was it? Is it Toy Story Land? Yes. Yeah. And all the other yeah, big the, attractions that aren't going to be torn off. The out. number of gates at both Disneyland and Disney World will not be changing. Um, it's going to be two gates at Disneyland and the same four gates at Disney World. Yeah. And by four gates, it means four parks. Yeah. Same thing. The so. thing at but and the Hollywood Studios, the one in Florida, is going to be really interesting because that park, as 
it is right now is going to completely. I mean, it's already there. There's like maybe well, two thirds of it's outdated. Yeah, two thirds of outdated. They closed a whole bunch of stuff already. Um, but that whole park, it's going to be completely different because they're doing a Toy Story Land as well. Which and is ten acres, I think. Yeah, and uh, yeah. I think they're going to completely redo the entrance, and they have to expand the parking because the parking lot is not big enough. We're talking about doing a parking deck, which is actually really awesome for Central Florida. Yes. Universal was way ahead of its game on that And one. hopefully that parking deck is going to have better access to the highway because, yeah. man, it stinks getting out of studios. Oh, especially stinks getting out of your car and it's 300 degrees inside. <laughs> <laughs> Chadwick, do you have anything? Uh, you know, you've been wa- you, I'm sure, you, did you watch the D23? Um, <laughs> I watched it, and there was also, I don't know, I can't remember if this was officially announced or if it's one of the speculations that's going around with your magic bands. Like, if you're the rebel spy on Star Tours, then there'll be digital um, wanted posters walk around the new land. So you know, that's actually starting before... Okay. Go oh. go a couple slides forward. I forgot to talk about um, the, the launch bay. Yeah. This is the first thing that they're going to implement, I think, in the next couple of years. Or, um, they've already started. That. They've already started working on it. Yeah. And so it might be at Star Wars Weekends this year. This be. is supposed yeah. to be similar to right – this is supposed to be similar to what they did at Disneyland before California Adventures yeah, opened pre- up. Basically a preview gallery. Yeah. It's a preview gallery. And then when the Star Wars Land opens – it, that's why they're calling it the launch. It'll basically be kind of the info center, the, the starting right. point. Yeah. So what you're talking about with the RFID yeah. technology, the magic bands, the parks are going to be much more interactive. Like, you will actually be a character. You'll Some of you will be bounty hunters. Some will be spies. And you can interact similar like they do at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter with the kids that have the wands. Mm-hmm. They'll do something like that with a Star Wars similar item. And... Um, yeah, it's just going to be a lot more interactive. And I know um, we've started the droids. We actually did a lot of the pilot testing at Celebration. We had, um, we call it R2 FID. <laughs> um, and we have um, actual RFID beacons in our droids. And some of us wear them around our necks. And if you have uh, an app, with uh, a smartphone app with Bluetooth, and you come within a certain, um, you know, it'll unlock and, and then they can do um, scavenger hunts and all kinds of cool oh, stuff. Cool. It's all wow. done by um, how close you are to something. And, um, it's yeah, it's pretty awesome. It's all going to be fully integrated into this new stuff. And the, the launch bay there, I think they're actually started working on it right now. Um, they that's, closed the animation, the old animation building at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Um, and they're putting that in there for right now. I think at Disneyland it's going to be in Tomorrowland. Yeah. Yeah. Which is I think was the original where they were going to put the new Star Wars attraction, and now it's just going to be the launch bay. But it's going to be cool. I mean, it'll be a, they'll have exclusive items you can only get at the launch bay gift shop, of course. Nuh-uh. So your pins. No. But for the most part, it's going to be just kind of, you know, probably just trying to brainwash kids into loving Star Wars like we do. You know, we forgot to mention, there is actually a new ride feature that is coming this year. Uh, about oh, the new planets on Star Tours. Yes, Star Tours is getting new planet modules this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two, I think. Yeah, uh, and they will be sequel trilogy related. Yeah, if you haven't gone on Star Tours, the new version, there's different. Um, it's random every time you go on it, so every ride is different. Um, there's two openings, three first planets, three holograms, and then three end planets. Um, and, and then it's random 
interstitials, yeah. random, whatever, uh, you know, so every ride is and, a different. And they're going to continue to refresh it every 18 to 24 months yeah. with new planets and content from the movies. And that was, that's exactly what they intended when they, when they made it that way. So that'll be by the end of the year. So when the yeah, so Star Tours will not age, no, like it used to. It'll every you know if you go to Disney every year or two, it'll be a different. And plus, even right now, you can go on it fifteen times in a row and probably be a little different every time. That's not true because no. I think we broke it at Celebration. <laughs> yeah, I mean we wrote it four times in a row. And I, I, I got I don't you, get was it Disneyland. It was Disneyland. Yeah, that one apparently the randomizer is really bad. It, it was the same exact I, one. I, I had a streak where I think for 12 consecutive rides, I got Tatooine and Naboo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the pod race? Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. Hoth is the best. Hoth is the best. And Geonosis is the best. My son is 12, and he, he Hoth and the, the walkers are his favorite thing. Mm. And we rode that thing like 10 times and didn't get to see it. Oh, come on. Yeah. So I need to make a friend with one of the people that runs it and like slide him a 20. <laughs> Put Hoth in this one. We'll give you an extra five if you make him the Rebel Spy. Yeah. Oh, he was the Rebel Spy. Oh, actually. awesome. Mm-hmm. I still it, have never been the Rebel Spy. It was fun because he actually walked around um, Star Wars Weekends out thinking he really was the spy. <laughs> so we went to the, the breakfast in the sci-fi dine-in, and Boba Fett came in. He's like, don't tell him I'm the spy. <laughs> like, maybe I, I can, It was good to keep him in line. I'm like, you know, I'm going to talk to these stormtroopers over here. I'm going to take you out back. And the launch bay is going to have a bunch of characters, too, walking around. So um, right now, they're really, they only have them at Star Wars Weekends, and they're some of the best characters at Disney. They are. They're the, very as- well done. the Asajj Ventress scares the crap out of me. Like, we went up to her, and I was like, hi, I love you. And she was like, oh, sneered at me. And the Jawas will trade with yes. you. Yes. Yep. Yes. If you have little knickknacks with you at the park, and you run into a Jawa. Um, they have, like, little knapsacks. They have, like, shiny yeah. things. You give them that knickknack, and they'll give you something out of out of the bag. I mean, uh, one of our friends got an action got uh, an action figure. It's just random, yeah, yeah, random assorted stuff. I guess we want to open up the questions. I saw you had one. Yeah. Uh, could we come up here to yeah, this microphone mic. uh, for questions? Form, and yeah, go ahead and question. Form a hey. line, starting right up here. Sorry, I'm recording this panel and want to get the questions too. Uh, so I'm actually, I'm actually kind of bummed out that uh, it's going to be a new land because I was at Disneyland recently, and Tomorrowland is my absolute favorite, and it looks like crap. There is <laughs> well, they're, they're going to. You talking about Disneyland? Disneyland. They are going Anaheim. to update Tomorrowland yeah. too. Man, it is pitiful, and so I was really yeah, hoping no. you guys were going to tell me they're tearing it down and building Star Wars. No, no, no. Uh, they, Tomorrowland is not going away, but it will be upgraded. I don't like all these Marvel rumors while I was there. That yeah. It's possible. See, Mar- Marvel uh, Universal has a uh, theme park exclusive contract for on a license on Marvel characters at least through like 20... For America. 20, was that? Yeah. yeah, it was in oh, perpetuity. Really? Well, yeah. then they'll... So yeah. Disney's going to have to pay a lot of money in order to get Marvel the, uh, I don't know what it's called. It used to be like the Hall of... Of Hall America Pres- or something? Hall and it, no, 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 no. It's the big oh. kind of, you ride in a circle in the middle. Uh, of it was Progress. Yeah. Progress. And on the outside of it, it's got all kinds of Marvel characters on it now. Well, yeah, they can do that. No, yeah, a, west, of the, it's like a west of the Rockies, Disney can do that. Okay. Or in international waters. Gotcha. All right, thank you. <laughs> I'm not well, kidding. If you go on a Disney cruise, <laughs> you can see Marvel characters. Shanghai is going to have a whole Marvel land. 
Ooh. Hey, uh, back to the full-scale Millennium Falcon. Uh, can you just expand on that? Like, uh, will we see um, stuff we've never seen before uh, in the movies, the Millennium Falcon? We, will we see stuff we have seen, like the De- – is it Dejarik? I can never say that name <laughs> oh, right. Oh, the table? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, what else will we see in the Millennium Falcon uh, besides uh, stuff we've seen in the movies, or will they expand on that? Hold on, let me check and see what I can it- yeah. <laughs> it, it is going to be a ride of some sort that they said will be yeah. customized. Well, I think he's probably talking about the Oh, the, the walkthrough um, uh, aspect. All I can say is really, you've seen the movies, you walk in, and it'll be very familiar. So, yeah, you remember when Kevin Smith walked on to the Falcon on, on the set and he started crying, yeah. that's going to be it's me. It's a set. In a I mean, bit. it'll be a full-scale full-size set um, that'll look just like Han landed the Millennium Falcon you were able to walk on. Hey, guys. Uh, two quick questions. Um, just speculating, how long do you think a project like this will take? <laughs> <laughs> how long's Pandora been in uh, development? Five well, they're putting years. a lot more resources into this, but it's still going to take four or five years till it's done. Okay. All right. And uh, then- they are going to start... They are rolling some Star Wars stuff out sooner rather than later to keep interest Yeah, the launch bay, and they'll start implementing things like the, we were talking about the interactive RFID technology and things like that. It's, um, they'll kind of slowly integrate into the park. So it'll be um, like the Fantasyland expansion where they kind of brought things Yeah, yeah in phases. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second uh, question, have they given any thought to doing a Star Wars themed uh, resort? Yes, that actually was a big discussion, and I don't know that if that's on or off the table now. But um, to say it, it, w- it wouldn't surprise me if there's some kind of Star Wars resort, but it it definitely won't happen within the next five to there's, seven years. It'll be after that. Considering there's about like forty different hotels at Disney World, it wouldn't. Surprise I know they're going to do Star Wars themed packages at current resorts, um, yeah. maybe before this opens. I don't know. And they'll probably, you know, add some decor to the hotel lobby or whatever, make it look more like a hangar or something like that. Um, That'll happen before an actual full-on Star Wars resort. Now, something you can do in the interim, though, is uh, starting next year, uh, the Disney Fantasy will be doing Star Wars Day at Sea, which we may already have booked for ourselves. Yeah, they announced announced the Star Wars Day at Sea. Also with exclusive merchandise. You can only get on the boat. (laughs) They, uh, they, They announced it last February and I think we we went online that night and booked it the day of because we were I which always, one are y'all going uh February 6th okay, I'll be on the first one in January nice oh, <laughs> did they ever book those up are they f- fully booked now uh, I don't, there's still there's some still open slots but uh you're at the point where it's going to cost an arm and a leg okay hi um this is my question first will will the new Millennium Falcon ride have the mission space control thing. <laughs> I sure hope so. He's talked to Harrison Ford before, hasn't he? But still, it's just, will you be able to walk around in it during the ride? And will everything kind of be the same? Will there be a set story? Will it be randomized? There's so many questions about this one controversial photo that's been out for maybe um, three weeks. That photo? I like him. Yes. <laughs> um, that we don't even see the interior of. I can't say a lot. <laughs> I can't say that um, you'll be able to walk around like you're in the Millennium Falcon, and then at some point you will feel like you're flying the Millennium Falcon. 
Also, they really have to add deterrence because because that <laughs> totally makes sense. Look, kid, don't get cocky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, show's over. There's good questions though. And also to add in the last question, also to add in the last thing, I could really see a resort at done with the Endor celebration from the end of episode that six. I could see yep. that. We'll bring back the Yub Nub song if they do that. <laughs> yub Nub. Yep, they no. play. They play the Yub Yub song at Star they Wars do. weekends. They do. Oh my god. Anyway, also. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's just full of questions. Also, bring him up here. there's one more thing. Personally, if they're gonna add one planet to new Star Tours, they're probably gonna add Jakku. But they're probably gonna add like a Star Destroyer crashing or Maybe. something. I don't know. That could make sense. Maybe you might see BB-8. Not <laughs> me. <laughs> Oh, I think I just spoilers. I think I just had a heart attack on stage. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have an exclusive parks BB8 plush right. Oh, I think you can get it at Disney Store. You can. Yeah. yeah, you can. Fear the Disney lawyers. <laughs> yes. Um Hi. my question is um will you be able to play hollow chess in The Million Falcon? It's <sighs> oh. getting into too much detail. <laughs> you answer that one. This is like when kids or when parents sent Dave uh, sends kids up to ask Dave Floney she questions. She said probably. <laughs> okay. Hi. Hi. Oh, look! I don't have to move the mic. That's good. <laughs> uh, I live in Florida, about well, close enough to Disney that I've worked there before. If I wanted to work at the Star Wars park, should I go now or should I go wait now? A bit? Now, yeah, go, go to the casting building you see right off I four. Don't stop on your way home from here; just go straight <laughs> <Yeah>. there. <laughs> um, I might but, need a nap. but seriously, do check out the uh, Disney job site. Um, everything that they have posted will be there. Uh, but so. it doesn't hurt to. Um, I think it's right across the street from downtown Disney. right? <laughs> yes, it is. It um, is. That was used I've, as alternate parking there for yeah, a while. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Um, They've already posted some of the jobs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it, it actually wouldn't hurt to just walk in and talk to somebody. Okay. And um, they have a, the uh, Disney auditions yep. site, and that's kind of how people figure out what characters, what characters are going to be in there. Because yeah. they, like, I, I like, could be a Jawa, I'm sure. You could. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. I'm a big fan of the design and history and aesthetics of Disney parks, and whereas this looks incredible, I can't wait to walk around in it. Um, I think it's a natural fit for Hollywood Studios, but I don't know how well thematically it's going to fit into Disneyland Park, which is a park where it's based on themes as opposed to like a central franchise, and I was just wondering what your thoughts and feelings were about that, having something so specific a large land so specific to one property as opposed to a bunch of ideas. Yeah, it is different for but then they they started with Cars Land, mm-hmm. which they have now. But that's it. Yeah, that's over it's California Adventures, right? Toontown, which and I there's Toontown, so which kind is kind of, of similar. But that's going away. Right. Honestly, I think it'll be less jarring than Toontown is. And in a way be. it's, it's going to be designed cuz it's it's still going to be in that Toontown area where it's like a growth Onto everything where everything else starts. It's like a tumor. Yeah, so. so you've got the wheel, and then you've got this growth um, over here, so it's not going to really interfere as much. Kind of way in the back, and you just have to go through right. everything else. And then the way there. they're designing it at both parks is that you don't just walk around and all of a sudden, wow, I'm in Star Wars land. It, there will be like a transition. So it'll feel like almost its own separate park. 
that is actually just attached to the other park. Right. Because that's what I'm curious about. It's um, sorry to take the microphone again. Sorry. Um, it's like right now you can walk from Fantasyland, Small World Plaza into Toontown. I have a feeling that would probably be cut off. That I've read that the Big Thunder completely. Ranch area is closing down. It would probably be an extension <laughs> of Frontierland up Big Thunder Trail. But yep. Okay, thanks. Yep, no problem. Uh, hi. Um, hi. So my question is, I well, I haven't heard anything about the other ride that's supposed to be coming to the land. Um, are there any details that y'all can can't say anything on those? The, like the motion only, simulator, roller The coaster? only thing they have said is that it will be a climactic battle that the ride is about. That's the only thing we know. It's yeah. So if you if you go watch the Force it's Awakens, more of a ride. you might you might figure. That's all I can ride. say. It's more of an actual ride. My, my question is, when so they're doing this whole new Star Wars thing, I'm wondering if there's going to be anything that has to do with, like, the Ewok village or something? Because I would like to see an Ewok village. I think they village. keep little, I mean, it's its its own planet, but I, I don't think they're going to get away from Star where Star Tours has, like, the little Ewok village and the kind of Tatooine little area. You might actually even see that spruced up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it's not... It's not Endor. This planet's not Endor, but um, Ewoks aren't going away. You'll see Ewoks. Okay, thanks. I always thought that they could. I mean, they they changed the the tree in um, uh, Kashyyyk or something. No, uh, what uh, Adventureland? They oh. changed it from Swiss Family Robinson to now that it's Tarzan. Cool. I always thought that would be a good Ewok village. Good point. That'd be nice. Um, I do. So the question I have is. When you were bringing up the cantina and the plans for that, yeah, it got me thinking about what are sort of the restaurants that we could probably see in the new Star Wars land, like what the food would be like. Yeah, that's really. There's a whole team of people talking about creating food that's actual food that you can eat, <laughs> uh, but actually looks like something that they would have in a Star Wars universe. Um, Hope you're set for bantha steaks. You know. <laughs> Nerf steaks. Nerf and, I'm, steaks. And, I'm, and I'm sure they'll do the usual thing where the, it's like it's a hot dog yeah. and they call it like a, a salacious crumb they or chicken whatever. Chicken tenders that are yeah. uh, Luke's thigh walkers. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they'll do stuff like that. <laughs> That's a thing they actually but, did. But they're actually they're actually going to uh, come up with like they're hiring chefs to create themed food. And I think that was the Rebel hangar they had this year was kind of a test for that because they had – they, it was mostly small plates. One of the things they had was Darth Maul hummus. Hummus that was painted like Darth Maul's face. They had a... Um, the Yoda key lime pie. Yoda key lime pie. <laughs> How was that? Uh, Amazing. It was a little weird eating Yoda. The dark side cake is always good. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, they have, they have uh, cupcakes every year. Themed oh, cupcakes. Yeah, the so Yoda good. cupcake... Yoda cupcake, uh, Jabba cupcake... Blue milkshakes? Darth yes. Vader cup... The Darth Vader cupcake is my... But a lot of stuff like that, but yeah, it'll it'll probably be a restaurant where you can sit and be. I order out, I'll order the some random weird Star Wars name thing, and it comes out, and it looks like nothing you've ever seen before. Yeah. They had then uh, the the cruise, the Star Wars cruise that they're doing. They will probably have a bunch of stuff because they are going to have like a special themed Star Wars menu there. Right. Day, so probably I'm surprisingly, I'll have the Mon Calamari. That's like so simple. <laughs> That's wrong. You add three letters and it's like uh-uh. it's done. Uh, I guess my final question would be: with the Millennium Falcon ride coming out, is there also going to be uh, other ships coming in? 
I mean, possibly. <laughs> but I, I don't know that there'll be ones you can walk around in. But mm. more you'll props. See all, there'll be more props else. and sets than just that. Oh. Yeah. Yes, please. Hello. Uh, my wife and I were in, in Florida at Disney World over New Year's, and all of the staff members oh, at wow. Star Tours were talking about new tracks, more PT and OT, like Mostafar, uh, Yavin, that kind of stuff, Cloud City. Are those possibly going to be in the future as well, or is it mostly sequel trilogy that well, we're looking at? The Disney really wants to focus everything on new stuff, but um, they, they know that that – most of the core fans are fans of like the original trilogy, especially in kids like the prequel trilogy. So that stuff's not going away. Um, so you'll see it intermingled as they as they update the ride. All right, great, thank you. And you went. It, you said um, uh, this last New Year's. Okay, so you went when you didn't melt. That's all. That's really yeah. good. <laughs> but you were crushed. Yeah, yeah there people. are a lot of people. <laughs> thank you. Hi. Hi. Kind of tall. Um, I was just like of building off of that question um since this is going to be a park that's kind of based on this one unnamed planet um is it going to be like a is there going to be like a crossover from like original trilogy and kind of prequel stuff or is it going to be just like you talking about characters yeah like yeah i mean you well, see the millennium falcon will be there so that's that's one hint that <laughs> while it's an all-new planet it'll look like and feel like star wars you'll see you're going to see elements from yeah, different Star alien species that you've seen, and um, there'll be it'll be a mix of old and new. Kind of like it's not dissimilar from uh, the Force Awakens, how it's it there's lots of new stuff, but it, at the same time there's familiar stuff, and everything feels like Star Wars. It's going to be like that. They have right now. They have like the reg the they call them face characters mm-hmm. that are the characters without masks, and then they have like Darth Vader and. Uh, those characters, but they also have just random their own characters. Yeah, so like if you ever go to Star Wars Weekends and you see the parade, they have people carrying the flags or people just walking next to the cars. Yeah, they're they're going to create characters that will be just for this park. Yeah, so like but they'll smuggler. but they'll be canon Star Wars characters that they were created for Star Wars Land, uh, and then may in the future end up in the movie. You know, kind of backwards, but or the cartoons or yeah. And then, like, also, like, I'm sure that this expansion is going to bring in a lot of jobs. Do you have any, just in the future, as someone about to go to college, yep. will there be that college, like, the Disney, Disney like college interns? program? Oh, yeah, they have really yeah, good intern and programs. A lot of the cast members you see at the parks are from the Students. Disney uh, yep. internship program, and that is a great way to get your foot in the door if you want to start working. They do at a lot of parks. internships, they do a lot of seasonal. Like they know kids only have like you know or even adults they have two or three months that they, and then so you basically and get on contract for two three months and then you go back you know and do do check again the uh, Disney job site because they do have all of those internships listed there that you can uh, apply for we have giveaways yep. thank you prize giveaways Yay. thank you everybody. Ha, ha, ha.